We are back with the Buffalonian podcast. I'm Joe Kelly, and I'm joined by Dom Loss and our very first special guest we have on today. Uh, we have Scott Rubin, the producer, co-director, and screenwriter of the unbelievable movie. Uh, awesome project. We're going to bring him on here in a second. Here he is. Hey. Wow. I didn't get... I'm best boy, gaffer, you know, <laughs> that. Um, I'm fundraising, uh, you know, filmmaking, you know, oh my God, you know, they, they need like an entire movie just for the credits. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's like Apollo uh, Creed's nicknames. You got to let them keep rolling, you know, just let them keep rolling through. Apollo <laughs> Creed's nickname. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I just talk. What should I do? Or no, hum? What a, all right, I'll hum. Do, I mean, you can hum if you want, but I just, I mean, <laughs> We're going to talk about this fantastic project that you guys have going on. I, I saw it on Twitter for the first time. I saw you in the, the video, and I thought this was just awesome. Like, I, why has no one done this about the Bills Mafia? Like, a love letter to them. But before we before we get into the, the, the movie, I just want to ask you. So, clearly, you're a member of the Bills Mafia. You have a Bills hat on now. You're making a movie about the Bills Mafia. I could be so, very bald. You know, it's one or the other. You know, I'm just covering, you know, like a... Oh. Warm. You're either a real shoot fan <laughs> or... You know, you'll just have to see the movie to know why I'm wearing this hat. Yeah, keep them guessing. Keep the teasers going. Come on, we got to keep... We got to bait people to watch it. But what is... Uh, how long have you been a member of the Bills Mafia? Just to start <laughs> off. Is there official membership? Is, is Do you get a card? Like I a think... Thing? I think it's... I think it's when you've gone through your first episode of like a heart attack watching a game, uh, which happens very frequently. So uh, first heart attack. Uh, well, you know, Bills fans should be studied, you know, like in terms of you know, they give you like a stress test for like in a cardiologist. Room. Like like Bills fans are unique. We should all be dead. You know, yeah. should, our hearts are we're not designed to handle a Bills season let alone, you know, a generation of Bill Seasons. And in my case, multiple generations of Bill Seasons. How I'm even here, I'm in the ethereal world right now, talking to you from another dimension, because I died in the 60s. Right? <laughs> Where do you want to go? How far back do you want to go with this? Okay, I mean, it's, it's back. far back. Oh, 64. Uh, well, we actually won. I mean, we won 64. No, you're 64, you, 65. You know what that was like? You guys, you don't really know. No. That was, we didn't have to play the NFL at that time. So in our delusional minds, we thought we won it all. Of course, we were like this little league that no one cared about. But it was Buffalo, and we, we bought in, man. I mean, we were the champs. And, like, if you ever, like, went to another city, they never even heard of the Bills at that time. You know, unless yeah. you're, like, a crazy football fan. And there were people that watched the AFL back in the 60s that were, like, from other cities. But it wasn't – there weren't many, you know. But mm -hmm. it was just enough to keep the league going. What am I talking about? Having a heart attack? My first heart attack? My God. Where oh, realizing – all right, all right. I remember – O.J. Simpson, uh, his rookie season, and I think he got injured in a kickoff return, like like right off the bat, you know, like <laughs> like what? Oh no, no, it was even worse. It was in training season that he couldn't wear thirty two. Somebody had thirty. It wouldn't give him thirty two, and he had to wear thirty three on his helmet. And I thirty three. <laughs> wrong 30 i think that's why he murdered two people he it started there the 33 just threw off everything he couldn't handle it. but 32 he finally got and then like he hurt his knee like in a kick and and he he sucked oj simpson sucked and he was like we were celebrated the mayor came out gave him a key to the city when he came up it was the biggest thing that ever happened to buffalo that we got oj simpson it was just unfriggin believable i mean he was already doing like television and movies before he be you know in college that's how right so year after year it was just he was just one of the greatest disappointments in history 
1971, he had determined he was going to retire and just go, like pursue a Hollywood career. And, and that was the great disappointment. Like, so not only were we bad enough, think about it, to get O.J. Simpson, to be able to draft him in both leagues at that time, we had merged, that he sucked. And we were just pathetic at a level, like one in 13 seasons, you know, just it was. A, so Lou Saban, the coach who brought the Bills to the 64-65 championship, Ralph Wilson decided to bring him back, like and pay him whatever he wanted. Just you got to come back and save this franchise, you know. And they, Lou and OJ, were on the plane returning from the. I think it might have been the Pro Bowl, the first Hawaiian Pro Bowl. They came oh, back. Okay. They were on the same plane. They sat next to each other. This is an absolute true story told to me by Lou Saban. And OJ said, "Yeah, I'm not. I'm not coming back uh, next year." <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm gonna retire and I'm gonna do movies and stuff. And and Luce said, No, I'm gonna be the coach, I'm, I'm the new coach of the Bills. And everybody on the team, including the water boy, has to block for you. And if they don't <laughs> block, they're gone. So any wide receiver, like even if they're great, and we had a great wide receiver at the time, Haven Moses, gone because he wouldn't block. So the entire, it was like a curtain. It was like a wall. And they just unleashed OJ to the world. And it immediately <laughs> worked. And he was like right back like where he was in college. And it was just, oh my God, it was unbelievable. And, but the problem was it was the early 70s. And what team was in our division in the early 70s? The Miami Dolphins. Never lost a game. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Twice a year. And they knew they were the only team in the entire league that could stop OJ. Don Shula figured out some formula. OJ never got more than 55 yards, 60 yards. So we only went to the playoffs once. Yeah. So, yeah, the heartbreak is endless, man. Yeah. Look look what happened to him. The guy was on my wall. (laughs) I mean, I had him on my wall. Like, into my 50s, okay? The man was on my wall. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can't even talk about him now, although I'm talking about him now. To you, hey. I've been on a podcast. I mentioned him anywhere else. You know, I'm canceled. <laughs> they say, I'm the gun. They try to kill me. They haunt me. They, I'm haunted. I'm a hunted man. They're hunting me now. Because <laughs> that's the, the unmentionable one. So, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of heartbreak, but a lot of thrills, you know? Yeah. That's, you know, you don't stay this long you know unless you know my god you know they got to give you a reason to keep coming back you know to come back to i mean he ran he ran for you know, Simpson. i mean for i mean think about it two thousand yards in a 14 game season do you know what that was like third down and eight typical third down and eight obvious pass play 99 percent of the time you hand it off to oj at third and eight and he'd get it the whole team knows he's getting it on the other side. And he got it. That's what it was like. It was insane. So, and then, you know, the Super Bowl years, Kelly and that whole, and then, and then the drought. And then the drought did me back. <laughs> you guys yeah. grew up in the drought, right? We, we were, yeah. The, uh, they weren't good until we were in high school when they drafted Josh, uh, Tyrod Taylor. They, they, Josh they, didn't make the, they didn't make the playoffs until uh, we were like 15. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How did you survive that? How did you stay a fan? Uh, it's It was tough. I, mean, what, I can say that. One, one of life's many questions. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were just good enough in uh, September and October where you had hope, and then by November – in December, you were looking at mock drafts. You're, you know, you're right about that. That a long, horrible, long period. But even in that horrible, long period, there was still those seasons where, like, oh, this is it, man. Just, you know, <laughs> wasn't that like, like the Trent Edwards? We went five and one with Trent Edwards or something like. And then yeah. we mm-hmm. looked up losing like every game, and Fits. and then we like JP Lawspin. Remember, like suddenly, oh my God, he's got it together. And then we yeah. lost that Pittsburgh with their 
that Pittsburgh game with at the end of the season where they had all their like third stringers in and all we had to do was win that last game. Do you remember? I don't even know what year it was. Yeah, During the 04. 04. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 2004. Yeah, I was on a plane watching that on a plane. <laughs> I begged the pilot to take the plane down to crash it. I wanted <laughs> to crash. Oh, man. Yeah, crash it like the Bills crashed that game. Yes, I, I mean, how do you continue? They lost to the third string Steelers. I mean, in a must win game. Like, I think it was a home game, right? I'm like, it was. Mm-hmm. I think so. So, like, I mean, that one, by the way, that hurt as much as, like, the Music City Miracle. I, I mean, yeah. like, yeah. that was just painful. Yeah. Well, I can imagine. A heart attack? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Quite a few. Mafia, you're giving, like, an iron heart. An iron heart. <laughs> you're giving some supernatural kind of crap, man. Something's going on. Yeah. Well, that's the card. That's the card membership. A heart of gold, a heart yeah. of iron, and they still gotta be they built different. Stop. They still don't stop breaking your heart, you know. First playoff game Joe and I ever saw, they scored three points. <laughs> we lost to Blake freaking Vorals. Like, yeah, that was, how did you feel after that? I think, I think I had a feeling he had like one of the, I think he's up there. I, I, I. I can't remember who some last year someone had like six completions in the playoff game and one. I think it might have been Purdy or someone. Mm-hmm. And there's a stat that Blake Bortles did that against the Bills or something like that. And I was like, <laughs> well, that figures. And then of course, sixteen nothing against Houston, blow that game. Yeah, get absolutely slapped in the AFC Championship game by the Chiefs. Thirteen seconds. This year's de- like complete. I, I said I think everyone has the same thing. Seconds goes down as. I mean, you've been a, you've been a fan longer than us, but like, I think that would be one of the most enjo- unenjoyable 13 win seasons you could probably ever have. Yeah. It was like every game felt like it was like tooth and nail, and you're like playing the Jets, who have Mike White as their quarterback. Yeah. I, I, I know. Yeah, I chipped my tooth biting my nails in that Jags, Jags playoff game, I think, because I was so nervous. Like the whole time, I was just like, antsy and then my whole front tooth chipped in half so that was that was that was the experience coming out of that game for you by the way like you know like what what the injuries that we've oh yeah like yeah because there's really odd injuries you know like chipped teeth you know (laughs) giant hole of hair like non-hair right over here you know know, (laughs) he was telling me in one of my videos and through uh they, I don't know. They threw like some, I don't know, something into the TV, and they smashed the hell out of it. But that doesn't sound. But like, there's things that we've all done, you know. <laughs> yeah. Chip two. You gotta, you know. I'd I love didn't... to know what they all are. I'll listen. I promise. You know. That's a quite a story. <laughs> well, at least, at least Joe. At least when you knew when they put Nate Peterman in, it was time to stop playing. The game was over. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I, I didn't walk away because I'll never walk away from a Bills game. I feel like that's just bad juju if I do that. Yeah, but I mean, you. I, I turned off mentally after that happened. So, well, I think but, the biggest heart attack I've ever had watching a Bills game was that Colts playoff game when they actually won. It's something even that was a close even, one. Even pandemic. Uh... Yeah, even when they win, they still give you a heart attack. You know, Hell Mary a lot gave up two of them on the season. Somehow going to get Phil Rivers. Thank you for that mm-hmm. game, by the way, that, that Ravens game, you know, in our stadium, we're 6,000 people. I actually, you know, and I don't go to a lot of games, uh, but I was at that game. And, uh, I mean, I the seat I had, you know, because there were so few seats. So we had, like, the best of uh, just a few people were there. I mean, I might as well have been strapped on the back of Deion Dawkins. I'm going to tell you, it was a little uncomfortable at first, but, but it was a good seat. It was a great seat. Um, and, uh, that we were, that stadium was more loud. I know this is crazy and I can't prove it, but because we all had our own benches to smash because there was nobody sitting in front of us. So everybody kind of had the same situation. So we were all pounding on the seats. So there was there was Lamar Jackson was about, remember he was like about to score a touchdown he fumbled or something yeah yeah get the signals think about it there was six thousand people in that stadium he couldn't mm-hmm. hear 
his own signals. He didn't know what he was doing. And that's being a Bills fan. That was a yeah. beautiful thing. And then we had that interception. Uh, and he got knocked out of the game, which was crazy. That that game went absolutely, like, everywhere. Justin Tucker and then, misses two field goals. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one of the great Bills games, man. Like, when you really think yeah. about it, like, that, that was just – Had a little bit of everything. Yeah. 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 So, oh, I would say that, uh, you know, you're doing the film Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yep. Can you talk? Can you talk a little bit about the project? How did you get the idea started? And so, all right. So, in 2012, I decided I was going to. I actually believe, and kind of still do, um, that the uh, there's a little bit of a curse um, on Buffalo sports uh, teams. I think you could get a few people to back that argument. I, I you know, I have a little bit. Little yeah. Bit. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it was up to somebody to explore this, and once and for all, figure out what this what this was and is. Um, you know, I mean, we love the Sabers, you know, and and you know, I grew up with the French Connection, and you know, mm-hmm. the Stanley Cup. Finals. But but you know, we didn't win. We didn't win the finals, um, and then we had a probably two or three really good teams since then that yeah. didn't win the finals. And and uh, that first time, nobody really expected it, you know, with the Sabres. We were just grateful. There was a, I think, like a 20-minute ovation, you know, thank you, Sabres. Uh, I don't know what the <laughs> but it was amazing. It was an amazing time. Yeah, uh, amazing time for Buffalo sports in the 70s. You had OJ had this French connection and a really good Buffalo Braves team. You know, mm-hmm. uh, they were always kind of good. And then they, then at the end of their span, they were great. Like we had a great NBA franchise. That That's we, crazy to think about. Like I just don't. in general, like having an NBA franchise in Buffalo, that was at the same time. Amazing. Like they were great. Like, yeah. I mean, seriously, but we, we had a play. We couldn't get past the Celtics, you know, in the playoffs. Boston and they teams. were amazing, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then we we lose our we lose our franchise at their peak, you know, like like what the hell, you know? And so, and then the you know obviously the four Super Bowl losses, the Music City Miracle, the yeah, you know, name it all, right? So there's so much. So at, at a certain point, you wake up and you go, all right, all right, enough of this. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I am gonna be the guy. Somebody's got to do it. I had just finished my run at National Lampoon for ten years. I worked there, and I just and I could just do anything at that point in my life. And uh, I just decided, you know, I'm gonna do an indie film. I'm gonna just, you know, figure out what it could be, and just we'll just, you know, it will take us wherever it goes. And um, yeah, be careful when you do a Breaking the Curse movie, okay? Because okay. What happens to a Breaking the Curse movie, it gets cursed, okay? Mm-hmm. The yeah, hard the- drive was lost of all <laughs> the footage. Oh, my gosh. The curse doesn't want to be now figured that out. sounds like, you know, Scott's making it easy. No, it happens. It happens, Okay. And that put me into a depression that uh, you really can't like. Imagine you're doing a year of shows, right? And you know, and you think, oh my god, it was they were great. Guy, we got it all covered. Only the way I got realizing that you, they never aired. <laughs> you thought they aired. <laughs> the, the AI was sending comments to you, just like you know, <laughs> somehow got you. You know, and it was all it, simulation. It, it never happened. So, um, you know, there were little bits and pieces of surviving things. Me running with the buffalo, like in Yellowstone, like like uh, Wild Bill Cody, like, with a few things, you know. Uh, I visited Buffalo Bill, the, the, the hometown of Buffalo Bill, and uh, which has a lot of curses in the little town. Everything's called Buffalo Bill in North, near North Platte, um nebraska i think yeah or okay I, I think it's nebraska where buffalo wild bill cody 
who ran Wild West shows in the 1890s. He became one of the biggest stars in the world. It was international, like, you know, Cowboys and Indians show or, you know, and then horses and Buffalo. And he put them all on a train. He shipped them across the, country, uh, across the ocean. And he was a huge star. And that's where the Buffalo Bill, you know, name, you know, is kind of inspired from. So I thought, well, maybe there's something attached. You know. Oh, at the roots. You got to go all the way back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, you know, yeah. <laughs> I got to find the curse. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This is <laughs> so I visited that town where he would lived and put and rehearsed the shows and created it all in the 1890s. And the town is just one curse after another. It, and every every street is called Buffalo Bill. The schools are called Buffalo Bill Elementary School. It's really kind of surreal. Okay, there's no S, but you know, a couple of beers. Do you really see an S anyway? All right. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it might as it's just a town of Buffalo Bills, and um, and I it, it was it was crazy. You know, uh, like I went I went into the the house is haunted, where he you know and oh god I could just go on. I, I, there's so many things in the, just in that little run. And then um, the William McKinley, like breaking the uh, the, the McKinley curse, um, that he was the president was shot at the time in 1901. He was uh, William McKinley was like um, it was like Washington, Lincoln, and McKinley in terms of popularity in American history. He was hugely popular president, you know, which people don't know about, and um, and. He was assassinated just like five blocks from our house here in Elmwood Village. Um, mm-hmm. And the thought was that we didn't possibly um, honor his death properly. That was the idea because as a kid, I had a friend that lived across the street from the little plaque that's laid there on the island, the little green island of the street. There's a little tiny plaque. Yeah. And uh, dogs used to shit on you know they get you know crap on the monument constantly you know and and <laughs> it was like a go-to place if you were a dog you know and uh, i know if i was a dog in that neighborhood right to the mckinley monument i mean like right, right. and uh so i we got a curse lady to break to stand hover over the mckinley monument that little thing and like kind of do something with me a little thing and then all these people started coming out of their houses watching us filming this. This is all this footage is completely lost, by the way. <laughs> and they said, my house is haunted. You want to come in my house? And they had all these stories on that street. I think it's either Chats Fordham or Chatsworth. Right? It, you can't miss it. it you know, you yeah. Flag. And they all have stories about how their, ha- their houses are haunted over there, and which is freaky. And I didn't know about that. And And then it became like, and I'm not kidding you, genuinely frightening. <laughs> they, I, I went in, I witnessed a kind of a supernatural thing, scared the hell out of me, okay? Absolutely ran for my life. And, um, and then it, it was just like one thing after another. Now, recently, now do you guys know about the, um, and, and this will be an unbelievable, the movie, I, I've gone off on the curse aspect of the, of the movie. Um, but we were doing videos out by the stadium. Now you guys got to know if you saw any of the videos that we got up on the unbelievable Facebook site, um, we came across, I always thought this for some reason, I never bought into like, there's an Indian burial ground, you know, that the Ralph rich. Oh yeah. yeah. Name the state, yeah. whatever name you're, we're going with. Um, hi, Mark. Uh, that there was, uh, a, it's built on an Indian burial ground and, and you know, that kind of thing. And like, that's like every, you know, theory of every curse, the Indian burial ground. It's kind of yeah. the go-to thing, right? So we're doing this thing. We go into the tents where, you know, we're, you know, we got Bill's Mafia. They're making a stew. The guy's eating buffalo meat. He's got buffalo meat, sloppy joe. Like, Aren't you tempting fate with that? You know, you know, like on, on yeah. the, on the tough game, you know, really? You're eating buffalo meat, you know, and they didn't even 
they didn't really get the irony of that. And, and then he goes, he grabs me, one of the guys, and he walks me towards the stadium. And I go, where are we going? And he goes, we're going to the cemetery. You guys know about this? No. Okay. What no. do you mean? Oh. We are 50 feet at this point from the turnstile. There, I don't know. Maybe there's four or five turnstiles in the whole stadium to, you know, get in. Right. You know, I yeah. I don't know the exact amount, but at least three and maybe five, you know. Well, this is one of the big ones. So I said, well, why are you taking me to the turnstile? And he goes, look to the left. And I look to the left, remember, 50 feet from where you where you go into the stadium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's this old rusted fence. And it's like white noise to the eyes. You do not see it. You uh-huh. can't see it. You know, it's got like weeds growing on it and vines and like, you know, and 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 I look in and I go, it's an old grave, like like with, with gravestones turned over and ancient tombstones, you know? And I go, what the, what the? <laughs> you know, I was doing the car. I, I, I thought this was a myth. I, he goes, no, this is the Shelton Cemetery, family cemetery. And I have personally witnessed bottles being tossed in here and, you know, people, you know, like urinating and like, oh my gosh and and he goes this is going on decades and this cemetery is one of the very first cemeteries in all of western new york built on the cemetery itself is built on an indian village okay so there like it's there's triple curses quadruple curses and it's right there at the turnstile Wow. Of, of the stadium and no one and and I thought, do you guys know? And people were no, we don't know. What are you talking about? They wouldn't believe me. Like I didn't believe it. Wow. Well, it's there. So and, so I had to, I had to ask then. Do you think the curse could potentially be lifted once they once they build the new stadium, or do you think they're still building on the grounds? Because <laughs> it's still like right there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's across the street. Assuming the wait, they're moving. The stadium's going to be. In the parking lot, yeah, and then so in theory, that (laughs) cemetery now is going to be in the middle, in the middle of like the tailgating. It'll be like (laughs) it's going to be like a horror movie. They're going to come up from the grave and kill those mafia during like a tailgate. You know, I yeah. What do they do with that? So, so you're saying it might hurt the fan experience. It actually make it hurt. What could be worse, by the way? Well, it could help the team. It could help the team potentially. So, anything for the team. We could lose the team. That's good. Out. But once they build that stadium, that it kind of ensures that at least we got like 30 years. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, no all these Austin Bills yeah. rumors. Yeah. No, none of that. You know what's interesting about all this stuff that, as fans, because of what we've all been through. We're now as interesting as the players. Right, you know, yeah. Quite possibly more interesting. It's turned us into this. A crazy person, okay? You know, you guys, a podcast about, about like, you should be yeah. working. You <laughs> work. We, we got to talk about the Bills and the Sabres. We got, we got to talk. Why? Why do we have to? Because they've got to win already. Yeah. So, you got you to gotta do it. You know, we're so that's what this unbelievable movie's about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a, it's about us and what we are. So they all come together. This three generations of you know, like one family. You know, grandpa and all the way down to the the young kid. And for the big watch party, the Bills have made it back. You know. And this is the biggest, the game that was supposed, <laughs> the one that was supposed to happen now. Yeah. That, that we all kind of thought, well, this, this, is, this is it. <laughs> Especially mm-hmm. the way, the, you know, the DeMar thing and he came back and we all imagined him like on the scoreboard going, all right. You know, like, yeah. And, um, it, but it didn't happen. So mm-hmm. if you can't, if it can't happen in real life, you know, like, wouldn't it be Let's cool? Let's do it. What if so the movies are what if like this happened to us? You know, like one family obsessed for generations. 
everything that could go wrong goes wrong during the game for them to watch the game. So the challenge of watching the game has become even greater than the Bills winning their first Super Bowl, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's uh, – and each person, each character in the movie kind of represents kind of a different aspect of us and a different way of coping. You know, yeah. we all have our own kind of version of, you know, there's the person. So there's a person who can't even, and I bet you guys know people like this. They can't really like, want, they're like the last stage of this, you know, they can't really watch the game because it's oh, yeah. you know, like it's too much, but yeah. they're watching it, but they're not mm -hmm. watching it. So they're in the other room knitting, you know, or whatever. And then they're they doing the taxes because they, 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 it's too much for them. They can't handle it, you know? Yeah. So yeah. like, person and then there's like the person who's superstitious who you know everything has to be and you know and it's just not and then the person that's out after the first you know like bad play i'm done i'm done with him <laughs> i'm done you know and then they kind of crawl the yeller back. you see him crawl back at the second court you know so there's there's all these various versions of ourselves you know our coping mechanisms and stuff and that's what so the movies in a sense a fantasy of what if it happened and also, but it's really about us, about, about, you know, how did we come about? How did this rabid fan base come about? And what are they really like? If you walked into their home, you know, on, you know, the big game, you know, so. Right. Um, that's what it's about. And, and you can be part of it. You can support us on Indiegogo.com. <laughs> uh, unbelievable. Check out the campaign. You know, we're, we're just about to meet our goal. So you could be the difference. Yeah. And um, I mean, I think personally, this is going to spread like wildfire around the city. Because like you said, there are people who are going to be able to identify with the person who goes, I'm done. The person knitting in the other room, like you said, like it, it kind of hits on what everyone feels, what everyone goes through while watching even a regular Bills game on a normal Sunday at 1 p.m., you know, and it's it's definitely, it, like you said, the fans at this point are more interesting than the team because ESPN made that 30 for 30, the four falls of Buffalo, right, that movie, which was really cool, but at the well, same time, the fans were very rarely featured in that. That was all about the players, and I feel like the fans are such a huge part of the, the team, you know. I, we're as much of a part of the team as the – the players are, I feel like, you know, and the, the identity of it and to see that being really realized is really cool. So you mentioned fundraising goal. I think the goal on the Indiegogo was 36,000 around there. Yeah. Well, the, the, the real, our goal was uh, 23. <laughs> okay. Oh, beautiful. So we, put, you, we put 36 because, you know, that's kind of the dream goal for us. Right. Uh, yeah. We'll probably hit it after we're having a tell. <laughs> We're doing a telethon. Oh, that's awesome. Game, uh, on Friday. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have all sorts of open mic acts from Western New York and the, the great acts and the shadowy hidden stages of, you know, God only knows where the um, puppeteers, magicians, uh, <laughs> comedians, impressionists, you know, uh, with the, oh, and also we're going to have uh, the Bills, you know, like the super fan Bills Mafia, you know, uh, oh. you know, all the big, well, I can't, I can't announce them yet because I don't know who signed up, but like quite a few of those, you know, characters that we see mm -hmm. featured, but getting back to like how we're in, how we're more interesting, you know, because look, the, the players, you know, God love them, and we all follow them, and they're our heroes, and and they work their asses off. I mean, right, yeah, what a pro athlete has to do, and and they and they do charity, and you know, they're incredible, you know. Mm -hmm. They come and go, and some of them come and go pretty quickly. Yeah, we're always here. <laughs> Like we're always here and we just become more and more ridiculous of human beings. We get better as fans. We're like in this ultimate training camp. It's called Buffalo being a Buffalo Bills fan. <laughs> the generations building this Bills mafia. And now we are monsters. 
You know, yeah. monsters, Bills, the greatest fan base in the world. You know, that's what they've created. You know, yeah. And and now we're uh, we're pretty happening <laughs> because you know we're insane and uh, and and all our little quirks and things. Think how inventive everybody has gotten. You know, oh yeah. When, you know when you go through those, you know, tailgate. Uh, I mean, it's it's you squirt and ketchup and mustard on pinto ron. Like, like, where did that come from? Like, all yeah. that kind of stuff, you know. The, the, the doing shots out of a bowling ball. Did you do? Did you guys do that yet? I no, I can't say I've done it, but I've seen it Sorry happening, it. and it's just it's it's unreal. And then the table smashing. Like, where did that? Who? Did, where did that come from? No, you know? I'm still getting vaccinations from the from the shot from the the the. <laughs> The amount of germs that I was exposed to uh, in the bowling ball during a bowl, a communal bowling ball shot. Oh. You know, we went right from like you can't leave your house, you have to wear a mask, <laughs> to taking a bowling ball that everybody, <laughs> the whole stadium, has passed around and shot. Somehow that's okay. So like human beings need to be like dissected because we're out of our <laughs> minds. Okay, I mean seriously, you know. Um, so, yeah, I went from that Ravens game where I had 18 masks on and they took blood, at, like, I think, at the gate to, doing, <laughs> you know, just what, a year later, doing two years later, doing shots out of a bowling ball, a communal bowling ball. Yeah. So, uh, um, and, and it wasn't not, it was dirty. And I know he tried to clean it. He had wipes and God bless him. I don't know his name. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe bring on the telethon and we can do those shots again. I haven't heard one bad thing about those bowling balls. No, no, no. Play ball shots. I can't even believe that's what I'm talking about. Bowling ball shots. This is uh, this is our these are our people. These are yeah. our people. And the dishes, the food that everybody's cooking. You ever mm-hmm. really look at it? It's incredible. And they all have to top each other every, you know, every game, and they share with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, tailgates have gotten absolutely insane. I mean, just where, where I, I go, I, one of my parents' friends has a house right around the corner on Abbott, right? So they sell their $30 for parking spot and everyone brings food and shares it. Like it's just absolutely unreal. And then you can walk around and just, people are so friendly too. Just like you walk up, they'll do anything. It's crazy. You know, it's so cool to be a part of it. Truly, you what know? do you say? Like, like if you've never experienced that, and every year it just gets better and better. Yeah, um, th- we. I I talked to the Dolphin fans that showed up, and and the Bengals fans. Yeah, the Dolphins fans were they were their minds were blown. They were shocked. They, they were like, they, <laughs> they, no, seriously, like completely out of their mind, and they loved it. I mean, they were, they loved it. They were hugging us. They were like, it was just insane. These are the, the dolphins. Man. Yeah, the rivalry of the East, the dolphins and Bills and hugging. That's crazy. They were hugging and into it. And, and you know, and I get it. it, it it's like a wonder of the world, man. Like that, ta- that Bills tailgate scene, you know, like running with the Bulls in Spain or something. You know, it's at that level. Yeah. No, it's it's a thing that you have to do if you're around the area and the Sunday's coming up in the fall. Like that's like a must do. Even if you don't go to the game, you can still pull up and tailgate. You know, I know. Think about it. Dom, think about it. <laughs> you can go to the game. You, you don't even have to go to the game anymore. You just have to see us. You get the game day experience without even having the game. I know. And it's yeah. unbelievably it's so much fun and everybody's mm-hmm. happy. And, yeah. And, and, and the, the drinking game, the games, everybody comes up with. That's another thing by how, how inventive and the costumes are so inventive. And, and it just like every year, everybody tries to outdo each other. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. We're awesome. But Bill's mafia, man. Yeah. I, mean, I can't, can't think of anything else. Yeah, we suffered together and now we're here. So what is, what you know, as you're starting this journey of now starting to maybe potentially start reshooting, I guess, uh, what has been your favorite part of the journey so far, you know, from 2012 to now? It's always like working with people that like, like share your vision 
and want to be part of it. And it's so much fun. Like there's such a good, like we're over, we, we, we have a studio over at Niagara street um, and people come over, they volunteer the casting. It's so much fun working with people that really want to be in the movie, you know, and working with them. We're all kind of like a big team and family and, you know, because that's kind of how it is anyway with the fan base. So this is like an extension you know, of our love of Buffalo sports and our pain of, of it. So we, it's just like, it's kind of nonstop laughs. Like, even though people are working really hard, it's, it's like really a lot of fun. I mean, like, look, you guys have fun doing what you're doing. You know, it's the same. Yeah. You know, like this is what, like you get to turn your pain and suffering into something you know, fun and that people like, and you know what I mean? That like, I mean, isn't that Bond over why we're all kind of doing this, you know, like, yeah. Instead of just sitting at home, you know, getting too dark and, you know, including <laughs> all the time to turn it into something, you know? And, and I mean, I guess it's kind of like what life is. Also another favorite part of mine is to, is how we, um, uh, I, I was doing a piece about, you know, a promotional video about the rock pile. And while I was over there uh, shooting, we, um, a man opened the door to one of those giant wall gates. There's only two giant things that survived. They're both the gates. But I always imagined them that they were just gates. Like you just walk through that wall. Turns yeah. There's like a building in there, like a three-story building. He walks in, he asks, he, he waves me in. Next thing I know, this thing is a community center for the east side, for youth, you know, to try to train them and make them entrepreneurial. And and that we teamed up with them, and they're making our T-shirts at the Rock Pot, at, in, because they were given these silkscreen machines and heat presses. and, and Wow. And we thought, how awesome would it be to make the T-shirts of this movie from the spot where the Bills were founded? Literally, like, you know. Yeah. And, and that was pretty awesome. So, and then for that community working with us, you know, and they're all Bills fans, and then the community's coming together, and you know, because we had that tops, horrible top shooting, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like a healing thing, and and it's an entrepreneurial thing. So they're like our partners with the merch, and and that, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's just a big love letter to the you know people of Buffalo and the Bills Mafia. I feel, you know it's just it's the more I hear you talk about it, the cooler it gets. Just how much is involved and how the people of Buffalo are getting involved and. You know, I'm I'm really I'm I'm really excited to see how this turns out and whatnot. This is gonna be it's gonna be really cool. But I know, um, what are you hoping like to the, your final message at the end of this? Are you hoping to say Bills Mafia, it's looking up? Like, is it it's gonna be okay? Or are you hoping to, you know, right. throw this yeah, curse right. out there? That's a great question. All right, you know, I like that question <laughs> because, like, why why are we ultimately doing this? All right, so yeah, yeah. there's a, like a scene at the end, you know, like, like you, you can only imagine what happens at the end, you know? Yeah. They, somebody does have a heart attack, you know, <laughs> me, you know, like I'm not the old man. There's, <laughs> you know, and, you know, I'm the curse. You know, like, and, um, and there's a moment where they realize that, and it's a comedy, you know, the movie's a comedy, but it gets very heavy in places, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, You know, like if you if you guys like somebody said like, you know, why do you do this? You know, like why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. You know, at the end, because it's awesome to have a team that you care about. You know, yeah. like that you really care about, and that I could go to any place in this city, and they know how I feel about something that I kind of care about. And we mm-hmm. instantly have a camaraderie. 
you know, and we instantly, and then within families, it's like the touchstone, you know, it brings families together, you know, and it's with all the craziness and with all the arguments and I'm never talking to you again. And then you're back the next week, you know, cause you disagree, you know, if the bills should have a, a bigger running game than they, you know, and there's always some guy, oh, they got a running back. They got to get a running. You know, <laughs> all by passing. No, right. Forget running. You know, you don't need a running back. Yeah. You know, and I'm never talking to you again. I'm never talking. I mean, you would have a fight over such a thing. Right. You know? And yet at the time, it seems pretty real. And you can't take the other person. You have to step out into the garage and have a beer. You know, so, you, you know, but it's the things that, that we care that it's our city, that they're various touchstones of our life. And, and you know, I think ultimately we were all kind of better off that it happened this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't think we would be what we are today without it happening the way it did. It's awesome. You know, like mm-hmm. in a weird, horrible way. Yeah. Beautiful. You know, the most twisted sense of the word awesome and beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> when they finally get the job done. I'm scared <laughs> they, when they finally win. Like, will we be the same at, at the, on the other side? That's yeah. why I want to make sure this movie gets made now. Right. Like, yeah. Because I think we'll be a, a bit of a different fan base after that. You know, oh, yeah. If that, you know. But now we're just glorious. Mm-hmm. You know, we got that underdog mentality. I love it. You know, yeah. just like, yeah. I know. And it's at a level that, you know, guy covering himself with ketchup and mustard. And right. Yeah. It, you know? well, <laughs> like we totally get it. And especially after last season, I feel like the national media is kind of, you know, you get your, like, your, maybe your mini run, and now they kind of turn on you when you don't get the job done. So now it's kind of like the Bills are back to being kind of doubted fully, you know. <laughs> I guess I guess the real fun and So you did say you want to get it out, you know, the movie out before the build. Yeah, we want to get it out for the for you know the new season. Yeah. So do you have like a like a timeline of like? We want to shoot it. We want to shoot. That's why the campaign is really important because we're we're planning on shooting it uh, in March, Mm -hmm. and we've already shot a little bit of some exteriors and things. But um. Yeah, we're we're shooting. There's it's a big cast. There's like 17 uh, actors that are you know because it takes place like at this watch party, and you got to get you know so to build that ensemble. Yeah, they all got to know each other, and you know it's that's uh, the trick. And the other uh, tricky thing for the movie is that we're we're probably locked in the cast like the end of next of this week and now we could shoot the snowscape exteriors and yeah the death that we won't get those snowscape moments so um you know so we have to be ready to mobilize (laughs) time from like let's say next weekend till like whenever it might snow you know, yeah. like, and, like, and and in that way, that that's really kind of crazy, crazy making. You well, know, it's always it's always crazy depending on Western New York weather. You know, you never know quite what you're going to expect. But I know. Yeah, I, I would I would think we get another snowfall in March. You know, it always seems. That. <laughs> but, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it says we're Bills fans rooting for that. I, I know. Yeah, <laughs> got to root against it to make it happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah i mean it's it sounds like a really cool project so how many um how many is the overall cast again you said there's 17 like may, like speaking roles you know like real roles not and those don't mm-hmm. and, then, and then there's like one-liners that, yeah right that aren't even part of that 17 oh so like you know like i mean imagine if you had a super bowl party it wouldn't be you know six people yeah, no, you'd have a, well, a shindig going. At least 12, right? I mean, yeah, you know? So you have to make it real, like, in, in that way. So, yeah. um, and then the neighbors, the people that live in the back of the house, yeah. the neighbors, <laughs> the, there's an accent, and they lose it, and, and they represent 
you know, the kind of the characters that you might see at, uh, at the Bills at the tailgate, um, you know, that are like completely wasted and <laughs> just and gone. Table, they're breaking tables, but not professional table breakers. Gotcha. You know, the ones that actually get hurt, like, but they don't realize it till the next day. Yeah. You know? They've actually broke their spine, you know, but they're still they're still moving around. Uh, yeah. yeah, that they they come over, you know, with the with the family, you know. So so because I wanted to make sure every you know you're we all represented, you know. Right. Yeah. So if we're all represented, that's a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. All demographics of the fan base, all ages, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. But I just have I have one burning question for you before yeah. <laughs> before we wrap it up here. This is we're transitioning a little bit away from the film. This is just a Bills Bills fan to Bills fan. All right. Yeah. So I hate to make you compare the two or pick between the two because both are awesome, I would say. But we were we were not alive for one of these players to play the game, right? Jim Kelly, would you take him or Josh Allen for a Super Bowl winning team? Which with like this is Burning question. I know it's tough to throw you on the spot. No, like I this, love it. I love it. No, no, yeah. No, no, what, no, what are you thinking? <laughs> we never uh, saw Kelly play in person, unfortunately. So that, that's the, the tough know, part about it for I, us. I went to college with Jim Kelly. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, he, you? One year older than him. At oh, University wow. of Miami. So I saw him play and develop in college. Wow. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. Very odd. And Lou Saban was like, oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm um, so happy when they drafted them. You imagine I, 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 yeah. I, I took when I, you know, I was in LA for 35 years, and I just moved back a few years ago, right? So, mm-hmm. um, somebody called me and said, "Jim Kelly's doing whatever that show was with Tom Arnold, and they used to sit around the uh, one of the early sports shows of the early." Oh uh, yeah, I don't. I don't... That show, you know, and yeah. Jim Kelly's here. You, you know, you gotta you get his autograph. <laughs> yeah, I'm a grown man. Like I'm like 40. I'm running. I'm like I'm on a show, and I go, guys, I gotta leave. Jim Kelly's like in town. You know, and I, I and what do I? I go home and I get my college yearbook. Oh my god! It's for him to sign it, man. And I'm like, oh, he's gotta be in here. Ah, there he is. You know, like, and I go, this is the page, and. And I go, Jim, will you sign? My... And he goes, Oh my God, I never saw this. You know why I never saw it? Because he was a year younger. He didn't get my yearbook. Mm. And my yearbook was when he, they won the Peach Bowl. So he was freaked out by the, the pictures, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And he, but... was, like, he was signing like every picture. It was really <laughs> awesome. Then he started throwing me the football. And I always prided myself that I had a pretty good arm. I was so nervous throwing the ball with Jim Kelly that I literally could not throw it three feet. No, I could not. The ball would not. I, it literally just like dripped. So Jim What's Kelly versus Josh, Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Jim Kelly versus Josh Allen. Wow. Uh, yeah, wow. That's. Uh, I know it's like a bowling ball shot. We asked the hard nosed questions here. Yeah, it's like, yeah. a bo- <laughs> it's like a bowling ball shot. <laughs> it is bad. It's like a bowling ball. <laughs> um, I mean, it says it all that it's really hard to answer. Right. You know? Um, but you know, ah, that you know they they they're strangely very similar in terms uh-huh. of. Not in terms of you know physically, and but in terms of their um, kind of what games they would win and what games they would lose. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like the, the Super Bowls. Kelly, you know, would play. You know, like when Josh, like oddly, doesn't he's not really there. Yeah, you know, don't understand where did that guy go that got the four hundred yard. You know, where is he? You know, yeah. Where was 41 to 7 Josh Allen playing yeah, Miami the next week? Guy. Yeah. And Kelly would have those heads scratching. Where did he go? Where did, where, where did Jim Bell go? Where'd he go? It's the big game. Where, where, what's going on? You know? <laughs> so I, I, we, I had similar feelings, you know, about that. But when they were both great, when they both, they're, it's like, 
it's like, how do you judge awesome? I mean, Kelly, the games were over. You know, the reason that he doesn't have like insane stats, the games were over like in the early part of the second quarter. Yeah. So they would have to like bring it down, you know, like, yeah, it was already like, you know, start running nothing, you know, with half, you know, like three quarters left. And then like you just, you know, so. Uh, I would take uh, slightly, uh, very slightly, just because he made it to four Super Bowls. I, I would yeah. slightly take Kelly, but it's very slight. Yeah. And, it, and, and Josh could, you know, yeah. Josh has to get that, you know, he has to win the Bengals game, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That has to happen, you know. I think without an injured UCL, it might happen. Pardon? I think without an injured UCL, it could happen in the future. So apparently well, that was playing a part. Might been, that might have been like just enough, you know, to, you know, he denied it. But, you know, that's Josh Allen. He would deny it, you know. Like he, he denied would, it to keep playing the game. He doesn't want to go out, you know. So. I know. I know. Yeah. But I, yeah. I don't have a – it's a, like a like really, slight edge. Really slight. You know, obviously Josh is more athletic than Jim was, although very early on Kelly was a brute. You know, he was supposed to play linebacker, you know, if you remember. Um, <laughs> brute Penn State by Joe Paterno to be a linebacker. Wow. You know, was, you know, so he was tough. But then, he, you know, he, by the time the Super Bowl years, he was pretty banged up, uh, you know, and couldn't really run anymore. Mm-hmm. He tried, though. He tried running, watching those Super Bowls a couple times. He scrambled, you know, it was something, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they both had the same heart, you know, like, yeah. were, like all in, you know, just. Do or die for the team. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good question, man, because <laughs> never really had to answer that. God, I, I, and, and I think I, I, if, like, my nephew answered, asked me that question, I would have answered it the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So I'm not, I'm not, you know, hiding anything. I think it really is. Right. All the cards on the table. Right edge to Kelly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I think I would say the same thing or be like both are pretty much on, on par at that point. You know what I mean? Just yeah. cop-out answer-wise. Stick it <laughs> out of the, the question. But, but, oh. but Josh, you know, like, like if he has – let's say he just goes on like a three-year tear – I mean, his level, when he hits that level, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen anybody, you know, like the, you know, like the 13 second game, you know, like how he just took that. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen anyone, any quarterback play like that. Mm-mm. You know, so when he hits his greatness, it, it, it's like, you know, yeah, oh my God. You know, like, just where's the Hall of Fame? Just, you know, I mean, just, you know, <laughs> but you yeah, Kelly was, it would just, the throwing would just be so accurate and, and on. But, you know, Andre Reed would catch those balls over the middle, you know, and get horribly hurt and banged and could take it, you know, he just somehow could take it. And that was the engine of that team, Andre Reed over the middle. I always believe that. And when they lost that, first Super Bowl, uh, Belichick, the defensive coordinator of the Giants at the time, he figured it out. It wasn't Thurman Thomas, although he was great and he was probably the MVP of that game. However, it was the engine of that team was Andre Reid over the middle. Yeah. He hit Andre Reid so hard. He came out with that giant piece of turf on his head and that game was over. Yeah. We, we, We knew something was off that day. Yeah. Well, before, before well, that was a great answer to that question. I, I, I'm, I'm happy you, you, yeah, yeah, answered it the way you did because it's a burning question for a lot of people. I feel like who, you know, were true to Bills Mafia in the Super Bowl era and now, like, just who would you pick? But before we we close out here, is there anything else you would like to share about the unbelievable project? If you wanna, you know, like, well, just, we're having a telethon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Featuring everything, you know, Bills fans and, and the local talent. Yeah. And, uh, 
and that will be Friday. And you go to the, uh, I guess, the Facebook page, uh, unbelievable Facebook page to find more information on that. And the Indiegogo campaign, which is really important. You know, we're making the movie with it or without it. But it's right. a better movie the more money you have. So the more that people can support it, the more of a greater chance we'll capture it, you know, capture what, what it really is, you know? Yeah. So we really need your help, you know? We need your support. Uh, and it's a, it's, it's a real thing, you know? So yeah. uh unbelievable. And check it out and uh, <laughs> or go to the telephone. Yeah. And give it that time, whatever it is. All right. Yeah. I'll put those links in the description of the podcast as well. So people can directly click on them and go visit it. So uh, we'll make sure that's seen so people know where to get it. But before we close, the way we always end our podcast is with Mm -hmm. the Go Bills. So I want to hear the best Go Bills from you. Oh, wow. All right. This is good because, you know, I do this in the casting sessions. Oh, okay. Cool. (laughs) You know, to get it like a, you know, like, Go Bills. No, 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 no. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Just because it's the last line, you don't just drop it. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, but it has to be, you see, it can't be like some screen. It's got to be the one that bonds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. All right. All right, we're ready. There we go. It's hard to do it on cue. Go Bills. Or that. Go Bills. Or. (laughs) I have a horrible. uh, You know how we all say it to each other now? Like, you know, like during the. Hello. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, Go Bills instead. Yeah. And it's now like it's said, like like you'll see someone at the market go bills, you know, like it's like barely audience. <laughs> so, like, how would I say go bills to you guys? How would you say it to me? Let's say I I'd probably be like go bills, you know what I mean? Just like yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, nice you know? clear go right. bills. But that is that your best go bills? No, that's my best go bills for probably like you know just seeing someone walking around. I mean, it's happened to me. I've been in Florida, and I've had a Buffalo T-shirt on. Everyone, I get go Bills at me, or a a, you know what I mean. That's that's also sung at me. So, I feel like if I'm at a Bills game, I, I definitely would. I feel like it's different, you know. But I feel like the listeners in the car probably don't want us to scream at the top of our lungs. Go, 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 go right now, they might because that would be that would be what it would entail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the point where we're like, you know, like it's just like, but you have to say it. Right. It's weird. You, you, you got to say it. Yeah. So uh, so what's the best, you know, like, go Bills. You know, like, that's kind of, mm-hmm. you know, the best is how you would normally say it. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Go Bills. That's how, that's how you got to say it. I mean, people are saying go Sabres now in a Canadian accent. Like, go Sabres. You know what I mean? Because the, the Bills are over for the season. So we're all Sabres people now. But you know, we have a joke in the, in the movie with the 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 town floozy comes over you know like in, she's probably like a prostitute you know and, and <laughs> now in the house you know yeah she's got the go bills tattooed on her breasts like like just the you know where you, if she pulls it down a little you can see go bills and she says there's more to that you know she's and they go, no, there isn't. It's only go bills. There's not there's a, like an angry drunk in the, that's come over. <laughs> yeah. After go bills, she's just wasted. You don't know that. You don't know. I and she turns around and she's like, like, like disgusting. You know, it's like she hides it, you know. And uh, no, no, let me show you. No, please, no, no, don't take that off. No, don't. And they're begging her not to remove what she's about to show the rest of. So apparently, if you watch Unbelievable, there's more to go bills, and you'll just have to see what it is. Just have just have to wait and see. But yeah, well, thank you so much for coming on today. We really appreciate it. Your first first guest that we're we're you know we tried it out, tried doing the whole interview (laughs) space. So do it again. (laughs) 
But uh, yeah, we hope we wish you the best on this film. Uh, can't Great wait to watch man. it when it comes out. It's going to be, I have a feeling it's going to be a good one. So shout out, um, give us some, give us a go bills, Dom, then you, and then we'll, we'll, we'll outro this thing. What do you say? I give it, give it, go give bills. it whatever. Go bills, baby. Go bills.